heads, welcome back to another episode of Horror 365. I am your host, the mouthpiece of the Northeast. And today, no, there is no South Jersey Jason. He is on a little bit of a hiatus for a few weeks. But joining me in studio, this gentleman right here, Horror Daddy 85 on Instagram. And of course, another member of the Horror 365 team, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the 80s horror god, Sean Talibo. Sean. Thank you so much for joining us, buddy. How you doing, guys? I love that background, man. You got you got a couple cool things back there. Oh, that's nice just scene. my uh, that's just my living room, or as I call it, the Hall of Horrors. Nice, dude. Nice, nice collection. I, I gotta I gotta step my game up with all you guys, man. You guys are putting me to shame. I got like four <laughs> pictures and maybe two figures. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but dude, today you know I'm, I'm happy that you could take some time with us today because we were thinking about oh well. What do we want to talk about? You know, like we, we just want to shoot the breeze because, you know, a lot of times we have like this show is is structured and we have guests on sometimes and there's interviews. And then, you know, I feel like if when we free flow, the conversation is just it's better. And I wanted I to do agree. this. In, yeah. And in, in today, I remember the last time, Sean, we had you on here. And you, dude, you need to start your own show. I said this plenty of times. It just flowed so well, man. And you're so knowledgeable about horror. Um, that it's just, it's a blessing talking with you. And of course, you know, hard daddy here. Um, and today we just wanted to shoot the, shoot the breeze about conventions. Um, so yeah, have something I have a lot to say about. Yeah. Cause we have a lot of conventions coming up. I mean, we're getting back into the summer season. I know August is big, right? We got monster mania. We have PA horror con. I know New Jersey horror con is in there. Um, you know, so you want to kind of go over some of that stuff, Sean, with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, break break it down, Sean. Like, what, what's on your mind when you think conventions? Like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, the first thing is I always just follow the uh, the announcements of the guest lists. You know, uh, just looking for that one. Um, and and I've reached the stage where you know sometimes uh, depending on the convention, the uh, the list of guests might make or break whether I decide to you know if it's further away, something like um, NJ Horicon down Lane City. Uh, you know, it's, there's got to be some must-haves because it's a long journey to get down there oh, yeah. to make it worthwhile. Let me ask you, Josh, what, what do you think? When conventions, what comes to mind? Yeah, well, I, I agree with Sean, too. Yeah. Definitely like the guests. I mean, that's what I look at. Especially when <laughs> especially now. That, yeah, especially when there's <laughs> that big A-list celebrity going. I mean, you know, like right now, Monster Mania. Well, my big A-list there is Rap yeah. was just announced. So that's and that's really cool. I always wanted to meet the karate The kids. other... Uh, the other kicker is if they do a uh, reunion, as if Monster Mania is yeah. doing the Scream thing. I, I'm not a monstrously big Scream fan, but it's kind of cool to see those uh, reunions. Um, I don't yeah. think they do them at every convention, but uh, you know, once in a while they get that big uh, reunion going on, and that's definitely yeah. going to draw a different crowd there. You know, uh, you might have just Scream fans coming there who, who really maybe not hardcore horror fans, but they might be fans of the Scream franchise. So, you know, it kind of mixes it up. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you, Sean, because, you know, you think about like with reunions and stuff like that, uh, it makes it cool because now you have an opportunity to see multiple cast members from a particular movie or franchise all at once, get their autographs, yep. get their pictures. It just makes sense. And honestly, yeah. you know, when I think when I think of conventions, I'm like, I, I want to um, I want to go to one that has that, that has these reunions that, that I can just go one shot deal. I don't have to go across the world to get everybody that I need. If I'm a you know collector, especially, you know, so it, it just makes it easier. And um, 
the other good thing about that for me is it took a while to learn this, but you know, instead of getting an autograph on an eight by 10 from everybody, you buy one by 11 by 17 or one 24 by 36 poster. And now you only have to hang one poster as opposed to five, eight, 10, you know, different eight by tens. And it's just much more convenient. And then to have that uh, reunion on top of that, you know, now you're getting them all in one shot, you know, and you're good to go. Uh, big time space saver, uh, just getting them all in one poster. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and I'm seeing that right now. I'm running out of space. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at I, my I wall only... space in my man cave, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to have to start going that route. I, I only go with uh, having them all sign it. All on one now, yep. Yeah. Dude, we're gonna have to rent out like a separate house, like just for yeah, just <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. How much you rent? Seventeen hundred. Oh, let's see. <laughs> you might have to. I mean, dude, I, I can imagine. Like you guys are collectors, man. You guys in South Jersey. I mean, I'm just starting now, so I got plenty of space in my walls. Does it spill over into like the living room, the kitchen? Uh, well, for me, this is just one wall. All four walls of my living room are like this. But um, so I used to have my music memorabilia and my horn memorabilia in the living room. The music is now moved into the bedroom because there's just no more space here, you know. But what? that's that's a huge part uh, is eliminating eight by tens and, and just getting, you know, it's kind of tough in the beginning because you might only if there's not a reunion, you know, you're chasing after you know a bunch of different people. Like uh, for instance, I have a Night of the Demons poster, and except for a couple of times, that's been a one piece by piece autograph. But no, I have seven or eight on there now, so it's starting to to build up and. It does really look nice when you have a great handful of autographs on one poster as opposed to the different eight by tens on the wall. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Cause then you got to start questioning yeah. when should I start using the ceiling? Uh, yeah. that, <laughs> no, but like, you know, that, that's definitely something that I think is beneficial. Uh, you, you have the reunions, get that one shot deal, have everybody sign it, you know, cause it could get pricey as well. And it, speaking of pricing, you know, Ticket cost that now, Sean. How long have you been going to conventions again? Uh, probably about 10 years or so. 10 years, and what about you, Josh? Yeah, yeah probably like five years for me. Five years, yeah. okay. So, yeah. you guys definitely see a difference when you're five, 10 years, yeah. uh, compared to now with cost. Talk to talk to us about the Sean. We'll start with you. Talk to us about like the cost. I, I don't really have most of the conventions, like a basic price is about 30 bucks, which yeah. I really don't have a problem with that entrance fee. But then you get into your different levels, your VIP, your weekend passes. Um, but, you know, most of the time I just go for a one day. But that being said, I do have VIP for Monster Mania Cherry Hill, Monster Mania PA and Monster Mania Maryland. I have oh, no that one. I only have one day, but uh, PA and Cherry Hill, I have VIP. So this coming up. uh convention in cherry hill will be my first one going for the entire weekend that being said uh you know the last monster mania i don't know if you guys any of you guys went there but it was total chaos um, oh, i mean there's always there's always some some issues there but this one was just madness they had uh hallways that are normally you have access to they were cut off it was pouring rain outside that day people were waiting outside in lines and rain so it was pretty chaotic. Uh, their their spot in Pennsylvania, I feel that they should just transfer the whole thing there because they have one gigantic room for uh, vendors and whatnot, and then they had another gigantic room for the guests. And it was a m much more spread out. It made the lines easier to access. It made getting around in there easier. Lines were interloping into each other, so it was a little bit less chaotic that way. With Cherry Hill, you have four, five, six different rooms there. And it's just all over the place. Great convention, but you know it's it's usually chaotic there. 
Yeah, uh, you know, I've never been down to uh, Monster Mania, to, to be honest. This is maybe a shocker. I, I never been really? down. Yeah, I do. I never really. I think it's down. definitely one of the top ones in the country. I mean, people come from yeah. all over the place for that convention. Uh, on top of that, also, then you also have a fee of if you want to add ten bucks for like an early entry, which I highly recommend because there's still a lot of people in there. But what the early entry gives you access to is maybe checking out the vendors before you can't get near a table. Maybe grabbing that one item that it's not going to be there in another hour. You know, you get that little bit of opportunity. Plus, you can kind of work your way to getting into a line uh, of a guest that you might not want to wait forever, you know? So there's a, there, there are some advantages That's to get, spending that 10 extra bucks. The, dude, that is smart, man. And, and mm-hmm. Josh, like, I mean, because yeah. we, all of us here are horror fans, like, you know, we only have a certain amount as well to go, you know, to spend. And, you know, speaking of conventions, like the difference, like I haven't been, and I'm very honest with everybody here. Like, I'm a huge horror fan, always was, but I haven't gone to a convention until maybe like a couple of years ago seriously and it's uh you know for me i'm looking at pricing i'm like well do i really need to get everybody on this list yeah you know <laughs> and, and and it's like and we'll get into that like you know guest list and stuff like that for conventions but like the difference let me ask you josh the difference um since you started going to now have you seen a difference in pricing yeah, I, I did. I mean, I remember, you know, I, I started going in like 2017, you know, back then prices seemed reasonable, you know, I was spending maybe 30, 40 for an autograph. Now we're starting to see that big spike, you know, now I'm spending, you know, I can spend up to 60, $70 for an autograph, yep. you know, versus back in 2017. And I don't know if it's just, you know, with the cost of everything going up, uh, everything. actors are charging more, but it definitely is something that you got to plan. So when you're going out to these conventions, you almost have to map out, well, who is it that I really want to see? You know what I mean? Because I cannot, you know, I, obviously you're not going to be able to visit every table. So for me, that's, that's what I, I do right now. I map out, okay, Monster Mania. These are yep. the four, four I want to see, and that's who I'll get, you know, just, you know, the, for the prices. So Can I add on to that? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Sure. So, so the biggest thing for me now is, Back when he was talking about, it was about 30 bucks, maybe 40, about 40 bucks for uh, an autograph and a photo on your cell phone, which takes the guest, the actor, whatever you want to say, literally 10 seconds to do. Now it's 40 bucks for an autograph, 20 bucks for a photo. And that's one thing that's always bothered me is, you know, we're, we're, we wouldn't be, you wouldn't exist if it wasn't for us. The, the fact that I'm paying you $30, $40 just to sign your name. You can't take 10 seconds out of your life to, uh, you know, take a take a quick photo on my phone. That, that's kind of crappy to me. But, um, I mean, it is the way it is. Um, but like he said, the prices are uh, – I went to one guest, um, I, I guess it was Monster Mania last uh, spring, and she was charging 40 bucks. She's in a, a small handful of some really good 80s horror flicks. Uh, I needed two for myself, two different movies, and I was getting one for a friend. So she was 40 bucks an autograph and then 20 bucks to top it out for a photo. So I said to her, I'm like, you know, I said, I'm getting three autographs. I said, can we take a quick photo? Oh, I wish you wouldn't ask me that. I'm just like, I'm dropping $120 of my hard-earned money, you know? You can't take a – I'm giving you $120 to sign your name three times. You can't take a quick photo. I mean, that's one of my pet peeves. But on top of that also is bringing your own items. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say a name here because it's a positive thing. But Felissa Rose. If you bring something for her to sign, 
she's giving you something off her table on top of that for free, which I think is outstanding. Oh, that's awesome. That's really yeah. But I, but I really honestly feel that if I'm bringing my old item for a sign, I mean, even if it's 10 bucks, it should be, you know, a little bit cheaper because I'm not, I'm not a cost to you. I'm not taking something you paid money for. You know, I understand they pay for those photos, but if I'm bringing my own item, you know. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know, like if you're, that's awesome that Felissa does that. I, yep. I didn't even know, but you know what? Yes, she's always done that. And, and, and everybody should not, you know, that would get under my skin, Sean. Like, and I know everybody has their thing and maybe, maybe times are rough. Maybe they need to make some money. Maybe they haven't, you know, I agree. Uh, you know, I understand it, but it's just for me, I don't know. This is lines. Like, I, I don't know. To me, if you're getting three autographs, why can't you take a selfie on your own cell phone? On 120 bucks. I mean, uh, uh, you know, she did at the end. She said, you know what? It's Sunday. Let's take some photos. It took like six photos with me eventually. Yeah. But at first she was, you know, um, a little bit reluctant. Yeah. But she did give in. And so I was happy about that. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. And she did. But, you know, it just, it makes me wonder. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she didn't do well at, at the convention. Uh, you know, th that could have been something else. And she was trying to recoup some of the loss. Well, Who knows? But, but for, what were you saying? That's one thing to add on, too, is the price changing from day to day. Um, or if someone puts out a price list beforehand. So, like I said, you, you're making a plan. Okay, I got yeah. 30 bucks for this person. You show yeah. up at their table and it says 40, 50. You're like, wait a minute. I, yeah. I, I, know, I, I know I didn't read this wrong. Not only that, but also changing from day to day. You know, uh, somebody would be sixty bucks on a Saturday, but Sunday's a little bit slower, so now we're charging forty. You know, I, and I get you can't, it. you can't jack the prices up like that. Yeah, whatever the price is, privilege. But or if they're having a bad day, right, jacking it up, and then not having a sign on a table at all with pricing. You know, that's that's shady to me too. That's frustrating when you go yeah. to the table and you're like, well, yep. then you kind of feel a certain way because you're just like, well, how much do I owe you? And then. They hit you with that number, and you're like, oh, yeah. wow, okay, I didn't really yeah. have that, but, yeah, that has happened to me a lot, too, with certain artists. So. Look, whatever price is stated, like, earlier, like, obviously, they drop the price listing online most of the time uh, in advance, or, at, you know, at the table, you see that there has to be some sort of list there at the table, number one. But if yep. you're planning, and, you know, now all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, I, this is $10 more than what I expected. Now you got to go back to the drawing board. Well, who do I have to cross out of this list? Do I, I get this enough. one or cross that one off, you know? Or where's yeah. the nearest <laughs> ATM? Yeah, yeah, where's yeah, the nearest yeah. ATM? Let me exactly. go tap into that ATM every single again. Person, that has happened a lot, too. Every single person is on a very tight budget right now, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. That, there's a wrench thrown in your game plan. You know, that's, 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 a, that's a big wrench. Um, but also on top of that, uh, so at the PA Horicon, I believe you were there, Josh, last time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was there. so there was an actor there who the only film I know she was in, she was in for maybe five minutes in the film. And I didn't know at the time, but I was outside discussing this and Alex Vincent was standing next to me smoking, oh, oh, smoking cool. a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. So I mentioned that, you know, I don't want to spend $40 for somebody who's in a movie for five minutes. And he's like, and, and I didn't know Alex was standing. He turned, he comes over and he goes, well, then don't pay it. I'm like, I get that, man. But why are you charging me 40 bucks? Alex charges 50, but he is yeah. child's play. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I kind of get the 50 bucks. 
this chick is in one scene, one kill on Friday the 13th. Literally, she's in it for a couple of minutes. But I guess, I guess there's fans out there that are going to have to have it no matter what. But well, yeah. one just says, you know. You know, you know I, I'm, I'm in the middle with that because um, mm-hmm. I can see your point. I can see both points. I can see your point because it's like, well, why is it that much? You know, and, and I can also see their <laughs> point because they're in a major franchise. So you think Friday. I get that. Think, yeah. And it's There's like, definitely both sides to the story. Yeah, no, 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 there is. And just, and mm-hmm. maybe, and just, you know, th- try to try to weigh out all the options here because, you know, dealing with also like, I could tell you from the other side of it, like dealing with some of the talent, the agents, uh, there are some crazy things that happen uh, behind the scenes and uh, yep. things that these are the talent go through um, that I can, that I can now see, especially at conventions, you know, like it's crazy because like you look at a convention and this is a problem that I'm seeing personally. I don't know what you guys, I want both your thoughts yeah. on this one. These conventions are so like packed, like it's oversaturated with guests. Yep. And now you got, let's say, three, four big names on that list, but you have a ton of other people, and we only have enough to get, you know, a certain amount of people. That means there's a lot of people, I'm pretty sure a lot of talent at these conventions that they don't make a lot of money. Because the fans are going for the bigger names most of the time. That's the fan. Fans are going for the bigger names or the names Absolutely. that they haven't seen. Or the, you know, the rare appearances. The other ones that are just there, you know, they're going to take a hit. Yeah. They're going to take a hit. And I feel like that's a problem. I feel like it, it, there are too many guests at conventions. I want to know your thoughts on the show. We'll start with you. Uh, well, for me, there could never be too, ma- too many guests. That's just my opinion. But I will say on a positive side of who I was just talking about. So there were three actors from the film there, which, you know, I guess kind of makes sense that if you're going to get one, you're going to get all three. They're all from the same film. So, but uh, not so much, not so much, so many guests, but constantly the same guests. Mm. And I'm going to throw out NJ Horicon when they do the PA one. Okay. They're, they pretty much have the same suspects every time. I love Felissa Rose with all my heart. She's so awesome to her fans. She treats us well, but she's at every single one. Now, that being said, she always has a line. So, I, you know, I can't. Yeah. Uh, but they do They do have the same core, and I think that's because maybe they're working with the same uh, agents. And I will say that I do know a little bit about the background behind the scenes with that, and I do know sometimes the agents dictate pricing. And an agent will dictate whether or not there's a charge for a photo. That I know for yeah. a fact. So yeah. it's not may not always be that guests, you know, because I've I've gone to tables and I've had the guests ask their agent, you know, am I charging for this? You are correct about that, Sean. Yeah, I'm gonna get, speak on that in a second. Uh, what do you think about about yeah, that? I mean, about I, too I, many guests. On yeah, there. yeah, I agree with like Sean, especially like with NJ and PA. It does seem like we are seeing a lot of the same guests. Now, on the other hand, with Monster Mania. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed with the list because like they, yeah. they release a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my, like I like for me, I want to see everybody and I know I can't afford that. <laughs> well, there goes so, my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I gotta take a loan out just to go to Monster Mania, you know. But yeah, I could see like, you know, with Monster Mania, yeah, sometimes I think they oversaturate it with too many just because, you know, and I agree. Uh, Cherry Hill, it's too small for that type of volume of people they're bringing in now oaks on the other hand i know you were at oaks last year that venue was amazing i mean oh, i love it. spacious I love it. and i think monster mania should definitely take that there permanently but you know yeah but new jersey pa i feel like it is 
you know, I know. year after year, we're, we're seeing the same face. My buddy, Ryan, Ryan Scott Weber, uh, if you're listening, we need some new ones, buddy. Yeah. You know, we appreciate what you do at NJ and PA, uh, but we need to see some other, some, some new people up there. Um, and and it's, oh, respectfully speaking, you know, on that. And, but, and maybe start digging into maybe some more obscure stuff. I mean, obviously, you know how I feel about the 80s stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, films like Madman and all these obscure uh, 80s slashers, um, Slaughterhouse, you know. Yeah, I would wow, love to yeah. meet these guys. Yeah, I know yeah, it's still alive. Cool. You, you know, know it's you... not always about Friday the 13th and, and Scream. Let's let's go for some of the more obscure stuff. What if we had, and this is an idea you bring it to me here, Sean. Uh, what if we had just an, an 80s horror con, right? Oh, and, and... Amazing. Dude, yeah, like yeah. like all the, these movies that you're speaking about, like yep. this obscure horror from the 80s, people that haven't been on scene on the scene before. I, like I this think is that would something, go over. Yeah, no, really oh, well. well. And, and, dude, I'm thinking yeah. about it now as I'm speaking to you because, you know, obviously we're getting the ball moving over here. Uh, we had CJ was the first horror-related event that I've done. The Minicon happened. You know, we missed you there, buddy. I know that you you were sick. I still got this for you, Sean, when I, when I see it. Ron, <laughs> Ron Sloan, I still got it. Uh, for you, him and Carol both on, on this can. That's going to go on the shelves right here, the yeah. Friday the 13th. Can you fit it? Can you yeah, fit can it? You fit it? <laughs> <laughs> but we still got it when I see it. Hell make room. But yeah, man. So, like, you know, thinking about it, that's something I would love to put together because I'm thinking about next year. Maybe that's a little too much in, to do next year because we're already working on the second. I've never heard of anybody doing anything specifically just 80s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's, and I love the 80s and 90s. And I know you guys do yeah, too. You can see it right here on the hat. Look, there, there, <laughs> there that's it. I am digging the hat. <laughs> and, and and just having something i mean because for me though if i did that and this is going back to the point that we were saying about oversaturation i you know i feel that there shouldn't be and this is my opinion shouldn't be more than like 10 12 guests 10 to 12 guests at a convention again that's me uh because i i don't know i just want to make sure that everybody gets their money i, I guess i'm thinking about the talent as well as the fans spending money as you know as well as you know I guess the vendors, even vendors will get to that in, in a minute as well. But like that's I would have a, around 10 to 12 and, and you know what? That's a great idea. As long as it gets mixed up, if it's something that's going to be a yearly thing next year, nobody the same, you know, no, 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 exactly. Yeah, especially if it's an all eighties thing, you know, there's all so right. many lines, there's so many different, and that's why it's also great. I'm glad you brought at that point because now we can have different guests every time and it yep. can go on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Oh wow, this is great. But you know, it, it also speaking to your point back to the other point you made. I'm sorry with the um, agents dictating prices. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. So that's that does happen with yep. some instances, and uh, you know, obviously, I know they're trying to get the money for the talent. Yeah. Um, but some of these agents, and I'm not throwing out names. I the only way I can tell you, like, I love Stacy. Dealing with Stacy with Friday Thirteen, Stacy Lee has been a blessing. Okay, she's straight up about things. She doesn't take a ridiculous cut at anything. You know, she's probably the most affordable, to be honest. There are some people I've dealt with and I've heard, oh, I didn't really maybe have events with, with these agents because of certain reasons, but uh, I can tell you one in particular, not going to drop names. Okay, there was an agent that wanted to get their own per diem money. And, you know, that means spending money, $500,000 for the agent. Not oh, yeah. on top of the town, <laughs> flight, hotel, like, dude, I know you're talking about <laughs> are you signing? Like, uh, really? Like, no, you're not a talent. Like, I understand right. the talent, but why? But, you know, th things like that irk me. And But this is what you deal with. 
in this they technically don't even need to be there they just need to make the arrangements i mean yeah you're right yeah. you're right exactly technically, that person doesn't even have to fly from wherever they're flying from you know what it is because they think that they're the celebrity as well and you got to exactly take care of them and, and look i don't mind if they're flying from there i got to pay for a flight for them fine a lot of times that comes with the territory when you do yeah. a certain talent um and even the hotel mm-hmm. when i have to get out of my pocket to give you spending money that's where i drew the line <laughs> dude you're getting you know, you guys are getting money from making the deal. I'll book the hotel flight if I got it. I'll take that loss, but there's no way I'm giving you spending money. That's it. But I know you know, you're talking on- about too, and, and that actor is probably about eighty bucks a shot for an autograph. So, oh, you think? Oh, okay. All right. Well, Sixty to eighty. I, I remember. Yeah, I know you. T- <laughs> yeah. Well, I and it's not. It's not even that guy. It's it's the agent. Oh right, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you know, but it happens, man. You know what? It's like. I don't say nothing. I keep it moving. I do what I can. And like over here, like I said, we're trying to be different anyway. Like conventions, I love them. I love them because you can, you do have an option to meet different people most of the time. Um, And, you know, you have all those layers. And that's another thing I want to talk about, the layers to these conventions. Like I mentioned some vendors, like what's your take on overall, let's just say the layers, Josh, the layers of the conventions here, like uh, all the different elements. Yeah, I mean, definitely you got to, you know, vendors comes to mind. I mean, we have lots of vendors at these events, right? I know Oaks PA had massive amounts of vendors. We, I think they had like over 150, right, Sean? About yeah. 150 vendors, 100. maybe more. I mean, and it I was, say that, that was probably the best. Variety yeah. Of stuff yeah. I mean, I, I was looking at things. I like, I couldn't, I didn't even exactly. know where to start. Like I was so mm-hmm. overwhelmed with vendors, which was awesome, you know, cause that's what we, you know, as fans were 100%. going there. You know, getting that special merch, you know, a T-shirt or anything, you know, all those craft things that these designers are making. I mean, it's amazing stuff that we find there. I got a lot of my collection from vendors. So I know, you know, definitely that's a big thing of it. Um, What other things, Sean, do you feel that you love about it? Uh, Well, like you just said about that one, it was a great mix. So for me personally, I like to, I only collect licensed stuff. I do have some, I don't know what I have here, but. I might have some stuff that was, uh, you know, handcrafted, which is all great stuff. I'm not knocking it. I'm just more, in, I'm just more of a licensed merch collector, and a lot of my stuff that I look for now because I can buy any, uh, you know, any NECA new release myself now. I can just pre-order that. So when I go to a convention, I'm looking for that older piece that I might not have that I might not even know existed, and to catch my eye. Uh, that being said, the same thing with the PA horror, uh, PA Horicon, you know. With the uh, guest, it's same exact vendors every time there, and I get that they're not going to turn away a vendor. You know, if you, if you're if you're holding a convention, you're going to take anybody who you can get for a vendor. But I will say that ninety percent of them there, it's mostly the same people every time, and so you're kind of looking at the same stuff a lot. And a lot of that one is a lot of Etsy style stuff, and um, I feel I, I feel like the NJ Horicon is kind of dissipating. Uh, last time I went, the, the room just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So I don't know if that's people are turning away from it. They're not doing well there. But uh, and uh, Monster Mania and Cherry Hill has quite a bit. You know, you have two or three different rooms filled with vendors. But I agree with that with that one in Pennsylvania. They were and and the outside one they did too uh, a couple of years back. Oh yeah, in the parking lot. Uh, yeah. That was amazing. They, I that was at looking at vendors that was for that, that one. That was yeah, a hot day no, was yeah, on the black top. We were, and I was in full costume. Oh, God. 
to, to what J- to what Jimmy said, you know, there weren't a lot of guests there. There were some great oh. guests. Yeah. You know, um, but there was a ton of vendors there, and I found lots of stuff. Some stuff I didn't know existed. Some stuff I've been looking for for a long time. You know, so the more the for me, the more the merrier with the vendors. Yeah, yeah, and I I agree, man. Because uh, it just and in a variety, we we always want a variety. Now yeah, I, fix I, it I, up. I can definitely understand, like you, you know, you're gonna get your vendors that stick with you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm even starting to see a couple of them right now with us. Uh, and then just the conversations, you know, you build that relationship with these people, mm-hmm. uh, and you want to always incorporate though, you know, other other vendors, other uh, different. You want things to be different because if it's the same all the time. It just, it's, uh, okay, it's repetitive. And it's like, do I really need to go? And, and and that's why that comes down to the guests, that comes down to the vendors. And again, layers. To Absolutely. That. And like, I look at it right here and, and what I'm trying to to put together, Sean, Josh, and, and you know, Josh, you might have a better understanding because I was talking to you a lot about this. Um, you know, how can I differentiate myself? Hard 365, how can we differentiate ourselves from- uh, Yep, the that's other- huge other conventions yeah. and, and and that's the number one thing is the experience the dinner when i seen sean i wish you were there for this and josh could vouch when i seen harry manfrandini laura marie Taylor, all these talent at different tables sitting mm-hmm. with the fans telling stories and watching the reactions on these fans yeah, face was harry was yeah. telling these crazy stories the whole time at the table and everybody had just such a memorable time man that made that made everything for me. Just watching that, just watching that go down. Because as a fan myself, that's what I want. I don't want to go and just that's it. you know sit, two to two to five minutes. I'm talking to you, and because it's a long line or whatever, and we don't have that much time to hang out. Now, yep. This I'm eating dinner with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm breaking. <laughs> I'm having a good time. I'm watching one of your films on the screen. So yep. to me, that's number one. And number two, different things going on. Like now, for instance, the Kane Hodder event. So when he's doing the signing, it's a big room, right, at the Palace Center in PA. There's going to be a, a session, half an hour, a makeup demo going on on the stage. Everything's free. Makeup demo on the stage. I got American Grimm confirmed to come there and play for an hour on the stage. They're going to be doing rocking out for about an hour. And I'm going to add some raffles and stuff like that. We got to keep the fans engaged, if they, especially if they're staying for the dinner. They got their That's order. Awesome. What are they going to do for three hours? Yeah. Well, you got vendors, you got this makeup demo, you got a rock thing, you got the bar open right there. I mean, it's, it's going to be a great time, man. And I can't, I really can't wait for this one. As a matter of fact, Kane sent me the, sent me the video today. Yeah. People, pr- well, by the time this comes out, people would have already seen it, but Kane sent a video over. So, and uh, speaking with him and the agent, I mean, he's excited about this because uh, like the fundraiser that we're doing with this too. But again, all around the Mulberry Bush, get to the point here. Uh, the layers, <laughs> the layers to, to conventions like you have to have different things going on. It just has to be different. Let me ask you, Sean, do you think the East coast market, this Northeast, do you think it's oversaturated right now with conventions or you think we don't have enough? Uh, I, I think it might be a little bit. Um, cause you have a lot of smaller ones too, like the collector fest up in North Jersey and stuff like that, which is just like that. And that's one that you spoke of, like you said before. There would have to be somebody who I absolutely must have a signature from for me to go to that convention only because it's such a small room and they cram so much into it. And a half an hour after they open, you, you and the lines are all in one little row. Like the lines are all crisscross. And everything. It's just pure madness. So those smaller ones like that, they either need to brought it to a bigger venue 
or, or something like that. Because from, and the same thing at PA Horicon, there's got to be a guest there now that I must have to drive all the way out there and make it worth my while because it's just, it's becoming tedious, you know? I mean, as we all know, Monster Mania is the big dog on the street here. Um, again, it's, along with uh, Days of the Dead is another big one in the country, which goes to different cities. Um, Texas Frightmare, I think, is a pretty big yeah, one. Te- Texas yeah, Frightmare, Horror Hound, I heard. Horror yeah. Hound is yeah. absolutely amazing. Th- their guest list is always insane. Um, I actually don't really know about the West Coast too much. I think Days of the Dead does Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. They do yeah, Las Vegas, think. Chicago, Atlanta. And, and I think and, Indy, yeah, Indianapolis, yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's, you know, that's a real big one. So, I put uh, that, uh, but I think Monster Mania fits right in there with all those big dogs. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, no, they definitely do, man. They definitely, and I'm thinking about now, you know, like, I guess it does have some benefits about bringing some of the talent in, like, more, like, just an array of talent, 30, 40 people. Uh, Cause you know, you're trying to, I guess, draw other people. You're trying to get, uh, you know, somebody that hasn't gone to your convention, maybe to come out if they have a new talent on there, but you gotta, you gotta weigh out. Is it worth it? Like, I don't know. Cause like, you think about, you know, people think and this is another thing. I know fans think, wow, they have all these guests coming out and there's a lot of people they're making a lot of money. It costs these, these oh, organizers. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Just even NJ Con uh, for Ryan or or like uh, Dave Hagen with Monster Mania, Th- these guys have to spend money. Yeah. You know, Dave's been around uh, what twenty years, yeah. right? Monster Mania, yeah, or, or better, a long time. Right? Yeah. But you know, like started at then, it, it's a buildup, man. He probably didn't start seeing money for like five six years into it, because because of names yet. You know, like it's and the uh, one in Cherry Hill. That's that's like five rooms, man. That's that's. That's got to cost a, oh, an insane yeah. amount of money. One, yeah, he, two, ran, he like rents out the whole entire rooms. downstairs. Yeah. Exactly. That yep. hotel. I mean, that's, yep. it's insane. And I, I also have like a newfound appreciation for organizers because, dude, I, like I'm not, I'm nowhere on any of the, uh, any of the levels like these guys, but like um, just seeing how much work goes into it behind the scenes, you need a team. You need, you need definitely a team of people. It, it is stressful to say the least. So I give them I credit. I give every, what happened? I couldn't even imagine. Oh yeah, dude, it's it's nuts because oh, I don't even want to get into it. But you know, just thinking about it, I, <laughs> I give everyone everyone credit, man, just yeah. for doing this. Um, but organization is another topic of, of uh, discussion here because there's been some that have been very disorganized, and I, you know, I, let me ask ask Josh first. Yeah, what do you think people could do to to make like things run smoother at conventions. Well, I think the first thing is definitely you want to make sure that crowd control, right? I know a lot of these smaller venues. Crowd control. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, as we see, like when we're at a lot of these smaller yeah. venues, I mean, there could be like, you don't know what line you're standing in. That's one thing that I have yep. like a pet peeve with is Same if I'm there. standing in a line for a celebrity it's like, am I in the right line? Then one of the uh, organizers will come up, you know, one of the staff and they'll be like, Oh, sir, you got to be in this line for this person. I'm like, well, there's no organization here, you know? So that's a real big thing that I notice that a lot of these uh, cons is definitely that they, you know, they could do a better job at organizing the crowd control. Um, Sean, what about you? What do you think? Could go better? Thing. Yeah. 
which is which is what that that uh, venue in PA did for Monster Mania. It alleviated a lot of that. Yes, that was big, you know, and open, then, and we had organization there. I agree. And, and then you get some kid coming up telling you, "Can you take one step forward, please, so the line can move up?" I'm like, "Do you want me to like you know buy this guy lunch first before I move up?" <laughs> or, you know what I mean? It's like me yeah. moving up one step is not going to alleviate any problems whatsoever. But you know. In their mind, I guess, and there's been times where I've been in lines and I was in the wrong damn line. I'm like, oh, this isn't for so and so, and I'm staying here for 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'll move to another line. So, yeah. no, it's, but, you know, I, I get it. There's two sides to the whole story, and that, that's got to be an, an insanely tough thing. But having the bigger venue alleviated a lot of that situation. It really did. Yeah, you know, you get to a point where it's like, all right. We need a bigger boat. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, you, you need a bigger space. And it, it's true, man. Like, and if you don't, there has to be enough staff members there. And everybody has to be on the same page. That's one thing I, yeah, you know, like definitely. sometimes I've heard from people that that's an, an issue. Like you ask one volunteer something. Yep. No communication. Get, yeah. There's no communication. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's a problem. Everybody has to know the right answer and say the same answer, you know, and, and that's what I've noticed, you know, problems where I've heard, you know, from different conventions up here, not only in the Northeast, everywhere. I like when they have the lines and you have to go like this back and oh, forth yeah. and the lines, you know, they're, they're like yep. two feet of space and yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're constantly Jeez. like this. Yeah. Always oh. fun. Yeah. Oh goodness, man. And I think more and more too, what we're seeing at these conventions as years go on the younger generation, man, like they're like a lot of younger generations loves horror. So we're seeing more and more fans attend than like five, six years ago, you know, Mm -hmm. and I could see that too, you know, like even with my kids, like, you know, my kids are enjoying them now, you know, as they're getting older and they're looking to meet different celebrities now. So I think that's a big thing too right now is the younger generation, man. They're really, they're involved with horror. You know, it's not like it was back when we were all younger, where it was frowned upon if you liked horror, you know, in today's (laughs) world, like, you know, that's, you know, as me as a father, you know, like I love Mike that my kids are into it, you know. And and I'm also surprised a, a lot of them do dig for the older stuff. Yeah. And a lot of them are very knowledgeable about the older stuff. Sometimes I get shocked uh, by yeah, how, I how, how much somebody who's 30 years younger than me, you know, I, I was around these movies were in the theater and these kids are pretty, you know, uh, safe. Well, to say, as you know, my son, he's, yeah, yeah, you know, he's as big of a horror fan as I am, which is thank God for that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I've spoke to many kids and even in, you know, in my group on Facebook, there's a, there's tons of younger kids there and they know their stuff, man. You got to watch because yeah, they, awesome, they know man. what they're talking about. Yeah. I, and I appreciate that. You know, it keeps yeah, it going too. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Man. That, that is, that is cool though, man. And especially Sean jr. Too. He, he was telling yeah. me very knowledgeable. I think the last time you were saying, uh, what was it? Hellraiser? Is it one of his favorite? Hellraiser and Freddy Nightmare? Nightmare Hell, Nightmare Freddy, yeah. Those are his two favorites. Yeah. The uh, thing that shocks me about yeah. him is, is when it comes to merchandise, I'll see a piece laying on somebody's table. He's like, Oh, that's from 93. This is the manufacturer. And I'm just like, my mind is blown, you know, and he's really that good with that stuff. You know, yeah, even well. when we did, used to do the unboxing videos, he knew where, where everything that was made that came in those boxes and who put it out. And it's, it's pretty crazy. And I mean, I, I don't really delve into like producers and directors and all that kind of stuff. You know, I know my stuff about the movies, but uh, again, the, these kids know their stuff, you know, and, don't don't try to discredit them because you know I I have a conversation with them just like I would anybody else because they're they're yeah. very knowledgeable and intelligent about it most of them that I spoke with so 
dude, that's awesome to see because now you keep it moving. Yeah. Because that that's Absolutely. that's how you keep it going. You gotta you gotta teach the younger yeah. generation, put them onto it. It's the same thing as a, a band like Iron Maiden. So you got the old head fans like me. You go to a show, you see two, three, four generations down, man. And that's what. And again, the same, yeah. same, the same thing there. It just keeps it going, you know. That band's been around since the since the late seventies, early eighties. Yet they fill up every single stadium because it just keeps getting passed down to generation to generation. And and that's so, also the, the youth. Yeah. Youth is the future, yeah. man. You gotta you gotta. Got Absolutely. him in the right track. And I know you're a proud dad. I know that both of you guys yeah. right here, both Absolutely. proud pops over here. That's awesome. Uh, we got to keep – and listen, they're going to be the future hard 365, so the torch is going to get passed. Yeah. The blazer is going to get passed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, but when I start – when I see some of these – back on the convention scene, uh, when I see some of these uh, newer conventions come out, because there's a lot – I noticed this too. There's a lot of first-timers out here, and I'm relatively – fresh myself to be honest but like you know some of these guys they reached out some of these promoters oh we're starting this convention and i look and see what they have going on some of them have a decent you know lineup and stuff but what i've realized is that um they think and this is the impression i got they think i'm gonna throw one event i'm gonna be insanely rich yep make a pile and, of money yeah, exactly <laughs> make, a pile, make a pile yeah. of money and I, my name's gonna be out there and i'm gonna blow up you're wrong. <laughs> not the reality. No, this is not the reality. And I've told a couple of people because I, I heard them talk to me about this. And this all started happening like after CJ, right? And especially with the mini con, people were reaching out. Like even more recently, I'm like, listen, this is not how it works. <laughs> no, you got to invest. And it, ta- it does take time. And, and you know what? Don't just do it just because you think you're going to make money and get your name out there. You got to do it because you love it. Yeah. The, the passion has to be there. In anything you do, honestly, any job you do, how many jobs you go to, how many times you go to even fast food place, retail store, people are miserable because they don't <laughs> love their job. They have, oh, I got an air page. Yeah. <laughs> Sean raises yeah. in. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> no, but yeah. like, it's true because, oh God, it's just one more hour. I'm off the clock. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it, yeah, you're counting. I, I was that person. And, yeah. I was that person in New York City. I was miserable. Okay, I said, I can't do this anymore. I got to work for myself. I did a, a lot of different jobs, a lot of blue collar work. It was an EMT seven years. I love dealing with the patients, but the paycheck, it wasn't there. And I almost killed myself on the job. Before. And I'm like, I can't do this for $15 an hour, $16. Are you crazy? I give a lot of respect to those men and women doing that. But I got to tell you, it's not for me. It's not. And I'm like, what do I, what do I love? I sat down myself and I want to tell yeah. you, I'm sorry I'm going on a little rant over here, but the, the people <laughs> that are organizing events, please, for God's sake, if you're organizing a convention, make sure it's because it's what you love to do and what you want to do, not because Hold you out. think you're going to make a ton of money right away. And no, because you're in it for the wrong reasons and you can't do that. And uh, I feel like so, even some of the promoters that have been around for quite some time, I feel like that that could be the case too with some of them. Um, you know, just talking, just talking behind yeah. the scenes. Uh, but, you know, I guess switching gears a little bit here, you know, let's talk about encounters. With the talent, oh yeah. A, a, anybody here, okay, have an issue? Uh, let, let, let's hear the best and worst, Sean. Your your favorite encounter or most memorable encounter with with an alumni or cast uh, member? I'm not to say my most memorable encounter is the first time I met Amy Steele, who is my Friday the Thirteenth, you know, wife, <laughs> my, uh, my my major crush. Yeah. When and I say your wife in a second life, yep. 
Yes. So when I first got my, uh, I don't know if you can see it, when I first got my Amy Steele tattoo, I actually met her for the first time like three days after I got this. And she jumped out from behind the table. She went crazy. She was taking pictures. She was texting the pictures of somebody. You know, she took crazy photos with me. She was texting the photos of somebody. I don't know who, but that experience right there was, you know, I waited mega years to meet her and she made it all worthwhile. I would say a close second place was the first time I met Felissa. Um, mm. Again, she's just so awesome. You know, and now when I walk by her table, it's, she's high showings, you know, yeah. so that's super awesome. Uh, the worst wasn't my experience. It was an experience with my son. Uh, he was very, very amped up. And the, I'll say his name because he's super awesome. It's Mark Patton. I don't know if he just had a really bad day that day, but yeah. the first day that my son met him, and I'm sorry to remember the actor's name who plays his counterpart, the, the, his, the girl in the film. Hey, uh, uh, yeah, um, Kim, Kim, Kim yeah. Myers. Yeah, Kim, I'm yeah. sorry. I can't tell you how miserable they both were that day. This kid was through the moon that's his favorite nightmare film and he was so excited and they just you could just tell there was any place they'd rather there was any place in the world they would rather have been there than where they were they you know he got the photo with them they they just looked so miserable and i felt so bad for him because he didn't get the energy from them that i thought you know was going to happen uh so uh, off the top of my head i really can't think of a one that uh really was bad for me other than you know when you go to a table other name escaping me uh tommy jarvis um oh the tom matthews tom matthews Matthews. both times i interacted with him the first time i got a part six poster and he kind of just you know whatever he kind of chit-chatted a little bit but the second time i met him i was getting a return living day so he takes my poster he starts signing it he takes a phone call i'm trying to talk to him about the film i'm giving you money to sign your name he takes a phone call and he's like, yeah, talking on the phone, you know, throws it back at me, you know, doesn't say that was the end of it. So that was kind of a really quite a shitty experience for me. And again, you wouldn't exist if we didn't, you know, that's just where I come from with that kind of stuff, man. Like take, wow. take, take 60 seconds to answer my question. You know, that's all I ask. Well, I'm sorry to hear that about those individuals. I'll, I'll tell you, well, let's, let me ask Josh first before I get into mm-hmm. mine. Yeah. What, what, what do we got? Who? Most memorable and wow. um, most memorable probably for me was probably meeting Sid Hag. Um, mm. I met him in 2017 Monster Mania. Um, I'm a I'm a huge as everybody knows I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. I love House of a Thousand Corpse. I have Sid tattooed on my leg. So standing and his line was long. And let me tell you something: this guy at that time was only charging twenty bucks. Yep. That was an autograph and a photo. But he. When I got up there and I got to talk with him and just sharing, you know, like moments from when he was on screen and like uh, House of a Thousand Corpse and Devil's Rejects, he took that time with us. And not only that, he even took pictures with my kids because at first I I paid him the money and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a photo with you after he took the photo with me. And he was like, well, what about your kids? They want to get in. I'm like, yeah, sure. And he did it for nothing. You know, he had my kids come in. He took a photo with them. So that's a memorable time. A uh, close second to would probably be Kane Hodder. Um, he, I had a really cool experience with him. So when I went up and he asked me for my name and I said, yeah, it's Josh. And he was like, Josh, he was like, that sounds like somebody I'd kill, you know? So that was just really awesome. You know, that came. And then I told Kane, I was like, well, Kane, I, I would be honored to be killed by you. Right. And he started <laughs> laughing and uh, you know, that was really cool. But yeah, like, like you said too, Felissa Rose, such a sweetheart. 
she, uh, yeah, I had my daughter Leah with me when I went up to get an autograph with her. She gave my daughter a bracelet at her table for nothing. Yep. Um, another good experience was Andrew Benarski with uh, Mini Jason. Man. He, he yeah, had her come. He had her come over to the table and he signed her apron for I nothing. <laughs> I mean, it was just so awesome, you know. <laughs> and then on the other hand, if we want to go about like bad experiences, so for me, it would have been at. Uh, I went up to the Mahoning drive and I got to meet Tom Savini. I don't know if he was having a bad day that day, like you were saying about, you know, your guy, but he definitely just didn't seem like he wanted to even interact. He was just kind of like, you know, yeah, here, sign. Who's it to Josh? Yep. Okay. Here, you know, nothing. And like, I tried to like talk to him and he kind of just like kept his head down while he was signing. Like he didn't want to acknowledge me. So that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And even like, you know, I was talking to Megan about it and I was like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. You know, she was like, yeah, he was kind of rude. And even with Savannah, Savannah was dressed up as mini Jason. He didn't even acknowledge her, you know? So to me, like, I'm like, all right, dude, you know, that's kind of, so that was one of my bad experiences. Add two things on to that. For me, if, if you're shipping me, that's one thing, but be awesome to the kids because they're going to be the future, man. They're going to be the ones watching movies. But I did hear so many times about Tom Savini being that way. Yeah. And I got that. We forgot to talk about Chiller, by the way, too. Chiller's another monster. Oh, yes. Not, yeah, not a straight horror convention, but a huge convention. But anyway, I met him there, and he wasn't mean, but he has a very dry personality. Yeah. And I, did, and I, and I think because I spoke to him about maybe off-the-wall things, like I spoke to him about his episode of Tales from the Dark Side, and I forget the little creature that he made there, but he actually went on his phone. He was showing me pictures of it at his home. You know, and oh, so yeah. I, I maybe maybe I sparked something because I talked about something that maybe not everybody talks about. Yeah. But even like my son didn't like the way his picture came out with him. So when we went back by the room, I said, "Hey, Tom, my you know my son didn't really like the picture. You mind if they, oh come on, come on." Yeah. So, but you know, and then on top of that, you know, I never had the a pleasure of meeting Sid, but I've heard oh. never not one bad word. And I even heard one story one time where. Some little kid came up with like a dollar eighty-seven and change, and asked for his autograph. And like Sid gave him the whole nine yards, a picture, you know, the yeah. photo, and told him, you know, to take his money, <laughs> yeah. you know. So yeah, I just never heard anything but a class uh, about that guy, and and I'm so sad that I didn't get to meet him because my son and I are both huge House of a Thousand Corpses fans as well, yeah. um, you know. And even if I started a, a house poster now, you know, I'm never going to have Sid on there, and it's. Yeah, it's, me, it's, it's always incomplete. Yeah, yeah, it's always going to be like incomplete. Yeah, and that's somebody I would have loved to meet too. And yeah. oh. great man. Oh, I, I think about for me. I mean, honestly, to be honest, I, I haven't had. I'm trying to think again. I'm relatively new, so I'm trying to think if there was ever a bad experience uh, with. I, you know, I really, I really haven't had a, like a bad experience uh, with anyone uh yeah i guess i guess when the last one we were at when i seen joe bob he just you know he wasn't really it looked talking like he was tired yeah, he was talking yeah, he, he was a little tired, out of it though yeah. i don't know he just seemed out of it that day but I mean, that wasn't a bad experience it was just you know maybe again the day because we're all human i understand that completely yeah. dude we all have our days um, I, I get that definitely yeah. I, i've never watched that guy's show but every time i see him at a convention to me he just looks like he don't want to be there man yeah that's, yeah that's, no darcy was a sweetheart miserable yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i agree with you he, he doesn't look like he wants to be there now, darcy on the other hand yeah, she's, yeah she was, she was, she was, yeah, she, she was yeah. great but you know he, i guess it kind of evens out i don't know um, but it was, that, <laughs> that was that was really it but most of the time i have these people trying to i try to make them laugh because i know sometimes 
they're there either a they're frustrated because nobody's coming to the table b there's something going on in their life and they got you know they have things going on that they're trying to forget Definitely, about no doubt about it or c they can't leave the damn table because it's so busy they got to take a leak or something like that or you know whatever yeah, else is yeah. going on so um I, I i try to be like understanding of the feelings and stuff like that but to your both your point us is one thing but the kids you know yep. you, you can't you can't do that to them and um no matter what you're going through, hey, listen, put on a smile for a couple minutes. You know, fake it till you make it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and that, and that's how I feel. Um, and you know, you're right. Like I, I met Mark too. He was um, he was great in person. I showed him the dance I did. He was he was dying <laughs> with the the, the bootleg uh, dance I had going. So he was that particular day. He you know he was good. But um, I I, I look at sometimes I look at the talent when I go to the conventions, even the ones I'm not going to see and you can see them sitting there. And, yeah. and sometimes, man, they, they just don't look happy at all. They don't want to be there at all. And, and I think this goes back to the point. I really do. I think it's because, you know, they don't have a line or I, I don't know. Maybe it's just oversaturated, man. That's, that's what I think. It just, yeah. Okay. I feel like it, I mean- yeah. That being said about Mark, we've interacted with him four or five times, and all the rest of the times he was absolutely awesome. He's you know he's given my son stuff for free and stuff like that. So it was just that first time, and again, you know they're allowed to have that. Having a bad day, yeah, yeah. But but like you said, man, you got to phone it in, bro. We're we're coming. We we drove. You know, you're driving two three hours. You spent money to come into the convention. Now I'm dropping money on the table. You got to at least pretend you're happy for three minutes while you're signing my autograph, man. You know, because now I'm having a bad experience because I didn't have the interaction that I was expecting, you know, at least, at least a little bit of friendliness. Dude, that, 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 that's a letdown, you know, like it's very deflating when you like somebody you want to meet and then you meet the person and it's not what you hoped it would be. It's like, damn, man, really all this for this. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like, oh God, man! I, I I spent this money, and then you start thinking, I came down here, I spent this money, I could have did this, I got, you know, and it's like, Absolutely. why do I have to feel that way? You know, you know, you know, <laughs> the, one of the cool person, no, one of the cool people I, I could say, well, Ken Sagos, I want to, I want to shout out Ken Say, this guy's oh, amazing, he's incredible, he is incredible. Yeah, yeah, I I love Ken, and uh, you know, he choked me out the first time I met him. It was good because <laughs> <laughs> I was chewing his hero, but no, it was it, it was great. I say, yeah, go ahead, choke. So he always great. I met him a few times and, and told, I told yep. him plenty, plenty before too. And uh, man, he said su- such nice things. He even, even now he still sees my crazy videos up there and he just comments. And, he's, uh, I love that guy, man. Dream Warriors is my favorite nightmare film. And he's definitely my favorite dream warrior. No, yeah. no doubt about it. And like you said, there's even times when like we've, we've interacted with him a few times as well. And my son might be getting something and he'll say, Oh, come on, take a picture with me, you know? super duper awesome dude incredibly awesome yeah no he is and that that was one that comes to my mind i think of him i think of miguel nunez because i said yo oh man i I gotta tell you sean guys so i went i don't know if i told you this i might have so uh i was at living dead weekend last year and i run up tom matthews tom at that day he looked normal but you know it it looked like someone was bothering him i could be wrong so I ran up to the table. <laughs> I'm like, Tom, no, I told him about CJ's event. He thought I was absolutely insane. He's like, what's this crazy guy? <laughs> so, so yeah, which is probably partially true. But <laughs> he had a call. I think I believe he called CJ just to confirm that there was an event. So I told him what we had to do. And I guess you guys seen the video. Yeah. Uh, you had to tell me, mm-hmm. you know, Jason. So I got him laughing afterwards. That was cool. But Miguel there, I, I could say, when I ran up to Miguel, I'm like, oh, we, we vibe right away. And I said, come on, man. I got to get a little ooh baby action. He's like, oh, yeah. He, yeah. he got so excited. He got up. 
and we did the whole thing. And then even after the camera stopped rolling, he was doing the lines and we would just, we would just chat, man. He was, he was another great, uh, great person. That, that I never got to meet him yet. Oh man. He's another, I'm telling you, he's somebody that I would love to have at a convention. I would love to have a part just, you know, for me, I, I like focusing on, and you brought this up. Was it you? Somebody brought this up to me. It might've been Brian part five reunion. That's another thing. Like, oh. Before Carol be retires, because yeah. she's, I'm telling you, she's about to retire from conventions. I feel it. Who's that? Carol, uh, Carol Locatel. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I have that feeling that she's, you know, just judging by behind the scenes. I'm, I could be wrong, but from what I, I don't want to speculate and, and drop anything um, out there like it's going to happen, but. I, I wasn't going to go to NJ Horicon this, this coming up time, but I just saw they just announced Melanie Kinnaman, so it's yeah. like. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you oh, gotta go. I want to say, let's talk about, so somebody who I'm not going to get their autograph at Monster Mania, but since I'm there all weekend, when I don't see they have a line and I'm going to go meet them because he's absolutely bad shit crazy, Gary Busey. Oh, Gary Busey. I got to meet him, man. Oh, I got to hear one of his, but I think he calls them Buseyisms. He has those, you know, he'll, those, he'll say like the word fear and then say a word for each letter. You know, oh, God, the guy, yeah. that guy is awesome. He's just out of his mind. But, you know, I definitely have to shake his hand. And, yeah. you know, there, there are lots of times when I will meet an actor, just say, hey, I want to say hi. And, and a lot of times they're very receptive to that. You know, you're not there to spend money, but you want to talk to them, maybe ask my question. And I will say most of the time when I do something like that, it's very well received. So I appreciate that, too. You know, you know, I, I'm glad you brought at that point. Sometimes people are apprehensive about that. Yeah, you're you're right. There, there yeah. are people like, well, just see me at the table because they could be walking, looking at the vendors and stuff. I've seen some people people at the vendor tables, shook the hey, how you doing? And they, you know, most of them are like smiling, shake your hand. You can even have a conversation. I won't do that if they have a line. Obviously, I'm not going to interrupt there. You know, if I see their <laughs> tables empty, you know, I'll walk up and hey, how are you? Just want to say hi and meet you. You know, and like I said, I've always, I don't think I've ever not been received, you know, well received with that. You know, you know, somebody so, told me. I got to tell you this. Somebody had told me. I'm not going to mention a name. Um, <laughs> I did. I did what you did because it was no line. And you going to buy something? You want me to sign something? I'll sign something right here. Like, it'll be like, you know, pushing for the money. Yep. And I'm like, and because that, they did that, that would turn me off hardcore, man. Dude, like that, that's what it did. Cause <laughs> it was like, like two minute conversation. And it did that to me. Like, I just really, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I might, whatever. It, it is what it is. What are you going to do? It, it happens. Uh, but you know what? I think it all comes down. And why do you think this goes back to Felissa Rose? Why do you think she's there all the time? Why? Because she is such a sweetheart, like you said, right? And mm -hmm. she's so personable. And you, as, as a talent, you know, I, I think there's a sense of entitlement sometimes with some talent. And I'm not saying 100%. Like, because you were on the screen, you know, we have to bow down and we have to, I, I, I don't, you know, and I'm not trying to do this to cause problems, but humble yourself. Okay. Sit Absolutely. Here. No, we're, nobody's yeah. better than anybody else here. We all bleed yep. the same. We're coming here. We respect you. We, we love what you do. We love your work. Have some respect for us. Uh, and consideration as well. You know, it, it, you have to reciprocate that. This is, this is okay. not all about, Go ahead, Sean. I'll put an extension on that, especially, you know, if you might have made a few films in the 80s and you haven't done a damn thing since, you know, you should be, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know. Yeah. You said it, you know, like, yeah. I just, and 
and again, I got, I got respect for everybody, but you know, you got to be courteous. I mean, it's a two way street respect. It's, it's not like no, no question. Yeah. When they're, when they're that way too, it just makes you feel like they're part of your family or something. Mm -hmm. Like Felissa Rose, she'll ask my kids, Oh, how's school going? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't Mm -hmm. even know my kids, but she just takes that time. Like not only talking about the movie, she'll talk about your personal life. And that's mm-hmm. great, you know, as a fan, just to hear that, you know, because it makes you feel like, well, she's just like us, you know, she doesn't think she's better the, than we are. The very first time I met her, we had like a 15, 20 minute conversation. And as I was leaving, she said, come back to my table later, sit down and talk to me. She said, I want to get to know you. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, holy shit. <laughs> Did Angela just say that to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. but that's she's. But again, you know, even though she's at that convention, pretty much every single time, a she always has a line, and she remembers your name. Yeah, she she listens to what every single person has to say and talk about, and ask, answers every question. So you know, maybe some others could take an example from that. I've never seen her not in a bad mood. No. I mean, not in a, you know, not in a good mood ever. And maybe someday she was faking that. Who knows? But, you know, I don't think she was because she's just that awesome. Yeah, I think she just loves doing it. Yeah. Exactly. It's her I, passion. I she, she loves the fans. Yeah. She does. And it's not just here. I mean, there's times when I see her on her social media, she's at convention after convention, week after week. She's just out there banging it. I'm like, holy shit. Like, do you ever stop? That's awesome. Yeah. You know, she's out there meeting her fans. You know what? That's if any one of us, and I know we would be the same way. Any one of us ever made it like that, got in a movie and did this, yeah. we all would be the same thing. Without a question. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and that for me, like, I'm nowhere again on any of that level, but like just seeing, because we had some of the same fans come out that went to CJ's event, come out to the Minicon, and they were talking, like, dude, I want to talk to everybody there. And sometimes I can't because I'm running around like a madman. But, and I felt bad that I couldn't really spend a lot of time with people, but I just was talking. Because they just like like the handful when I say it's the handful of fans that we have, <laughs> maybe six, seven, I don't know, for the show. You know, just sitting there talking. And one two two guys asked me and Brian and I, could you sign my poster? Sign your poster, dude. Like I don't even I never practiced my signature. <laughs> I said, there it is. Whatever. So it, it was cool though. It was like very I was honored, man. I was honored just talking to some like the, the couple of people. So I can imagine like some of these people at a convention, that's why I can't, I can't fathom. I don't understand how some of the talent can be just like not in the mood. Like, doesn't that make you feel good? There's somebody coming to see you. And yep. like you said, to your point, especially if you haven't done a movie in 30 to 40 years and there's fans on the still line, still remembering, still remembering, yeah. even especially the younger ones. Like, wait a minute, yep. I did this before you were born, before you yep. were fought. And you're at my table. Oh, that that should that would blow me away, dude. These people, I don't know. I don't know. You know well, I mean? The one thing I want to say, I, I, I'm not going to say a name because I disassociated myself. But when I was involved with making uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth fan film, and I would be out promoting, doing events and stuff. Now, being a horror fan, I understand that you want whatever signature you should get with with somebody involved in the movie. But I felt really stupid signing autographs. I was. Just, it just it didn't make any sense to me. I would say to people, you don't want my order, but no, 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 we want it, we want it. I'm like, okay. But like you were just saying, you know, people come up to you. I'm just like, you know, I have the sloppiest handwriting on the planet, first of all. So, but you, you really don't want this. But if, if you want it, you know, we'll do this, you know. You know what, dude? And that's, I look at it like that. Like all of us here, we're, we're all, in my eyes, we're all, we're all celebrities. Yeah, we're all, 
on a different level of celebrity, but we all are, man. And we, you know, we do I had somebody we- uh, at, at PA Horicon after the event, they messaged me through the 80s forum. And I was like, dude, I saw you out there, man. And I was like, why didn't you say something? You should have introduced yourself <laughs> to me. It's like, oh, I didn't know if I could approach him. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm a normal dude, man. I'm not, I'm not nobody special, bro. I just run a half-decent Facebook group, man. You should have said hi. We could have taken a picture, posted it on a group, you know? So, yeah, and that's not a big deal. <laughs> that's, when I was at the PA Con, too, that's how we met one of our volunteers uh, that came out to the, the, the show, Kyle. He, I didn't know who he was. He introduced himself at, at the thing, came up to me. Ooh. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, he wanted to volunteer after that. I said, oh, just a cool dude. You know, and, and that's what happened. That's how you make the connection. You got to just take this. If you see us out, if you see Sean, you see Hard yeah. Daddy, you see me out here, and you know us from social media, just say hello. That's yeah. it. I, I'm yeah, not going to say yeah. F you. I'm not, well, dude, I'm not. I'm, oh, I love it when people come there. on. We're and they, chat, man. We're and they're talk. like, are you Hard Daddy? And they take pictures. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I love that. Yeah. I, that's why I'm there, you know. I'm cosplaying. I'm there to meet all the fans, and I'm just a fan as – Every one of them, you that's, know. That's so. it. We're we're just fans who just have an extension to that. That's all. Yeah. Yep. And that and that's what that's another the, the last thing I want to bring up personally about the conventions is it, it builds it's that family environment, I feel like. Oh, uh, absolutely. It's camaraderie, man. You you're there, you're rocking out with your fellow horror fans. Yeah. And it's for me, that experience alone is priceless. I can't even tell you, just like I've had so many conversations start just because of the t-shirts people are wearing. You know, you see, you start talking to somebody about their t-shirt. It, it, it starts, you know, and then yeah. it just takes off from there. But like you said, it's just really just one giant family. And like with anything else, you know, you're going to have your jerks running around or whatever. But um, it, it happens. You know, it's a lot of people. But for the most, it is a giant family. And the horror family is a super duper awesome one. Especially the 80s horror family. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. And dude, I gotta tell you, man, I wouldn't there's no other place I'd rather be than in the horror community. Yeah, that's it right Absolutely. there. And with that being said, guys, I want to ask both of you if there's any last things, topic of discussion you want to throw on the table. Now's the time. Uh one thing that I had on the list was um, you know, talking about um musicians doing conventions. Ooh, so for me, I'm okay with it as far as it's kind of a horror related guest like an alice cooper yeah or uh the dude from ice nine kills something to that effect but when you have somebody who's just a random you know just out there trying to make it i get i get the hustle but why are you at a horror convention the other thing too for me that i haven't seen in a while but used to happen to nj horror a lot and i know they they weren't guests but they were paid they were vendors that paid for a spot is like a porn star coming there, like vending their stuff and trying to sign. Like, come on, this is a horror convention. You know, there's little kids here. And, you know, you want people to sign, to get you to sign pictures of you naked and stuff. To me, that's, there's just no place well, for that. Oh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute now. Hold on. What about, what if they had them at the convention, but you had to go through the beads to see them? <laughs> you better, yeah, adult section you over adult, here. Yeah. Adult, you had to walk through the beach yeah. to see the porn stars. Uh, might be into it then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you put like a little video store yeah, atmosphere yeah, yeah. in there. Come on, that man. might, oh, that might make it an experience. <laughs> there was one. There was somebody I can't remember who it was. She had, uh, I think it was one of the chicks from the Rob Zombie movies, uh, Thirty One. She had black curtains up. And when you took pictures, she she did them. She flashed behind oh, yeah? the curtains. No, yeah. oh, yep. dude, that's wow. awesome. Uh, is, is Ginger Lynn? Is that her name? Yeah, I met her. 
I think I think I that met was her, her as Captain I, I, I Spaulding. I could be mistaken. Yeah, uh, yeah she was she time. was a famous '80s porn star. Exactly. So yeah. I, I'm so, pretty sure it was her. Probably uh, then. I, I apologize if I'm wrong. Whoever may see this or hear this, but I'm pretty sure. And I said, why does people? Why are they going behind that curtain? They said because she's flashing when she takes a picture. Oh, dude! Oh, I always oh. said, listen, I need two of them, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need I, I need I need me to go grab, and then I need you to grab mine. I would yeah. lift my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, dude. Yeah. But think about it. That's it's again another layer to the convention. You can have something like yeah, that because you know, you think of, you know, honestly, let's be real here. You know, horror and stuff like that. There's a lot of nudity, especially 80s. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, horror and especially like hard rock and metal, they've yeah. always been hand in hand. I mean, how many of the 80s soundtracks have those kind of bands in them? Yeah. But yeah. again, if it's not if they're not directly related to and again, I don't have to pay them no mind and pay attention. It's, it's their business. It's just maybe we could have had it somebody more, make really more sense, relatable, yeah. somebody more relatable at that table, taking up that space than, you know, what's there. But, dude, that that's a great – another great idea here. You're just talking about what if we had, hey, we're having a um, – I don't know. We're having a part six reunion. Let's type this. CJ's going to be – and we have Alice Cooper there. That makes Oof. sense. Did the yeah, soundtrack. That would top. blow people away. Yeah. Or, or even just like, you know, I think Don Dockin. Yeah. We can get docking in the Dream Warriors. Like, to Warrior my point, reunion, that's my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite in my top two, Dream Warriors. Like, to have Doc in there yeah. and in the cast, like, holy shit. I'll be blown I, away. I think that, that, uh, I think that song is probably, for me, like, the number one 80s horror, the Dream Warriors from Dockin' is definitely. Uh, yeah. I, that, I even like the Into the Fire that they did. From, yep. from, I mean, from, you yeah. know, Man Behind the Mask is, is, is yeah. super duper kick-ass, but. As far as just representing an 80s horror film, Dream yeah, Warriors. Dream, man. Yeah, Dream Warriors is it. Yeah. I, maybe it's just because that's my favorite Nightmare film too, but, you know. Yeah, but dude, that, that was, and you think about even that film, segue a little bit here. That film was so well done, and it brought it back to the original, and yeah. I'm not, not saying I don't like two. I do. I like two for what it is. But three is, it just takes it, man. It takes it to and, that and next just, level. And even back then, when MTV actually showed music videos, that video probably that video did badass. A ton for that, that movie. video was awesome. Yeah, that video completely kicks ass. Yeah. It just ties everything yeah, together. Freddie in there taking the band members. Oh, yeah. That was awesome, dude. I think there's even like you know you hear some of the scenes. You can hear the the yeah, uh, audio yeah. from the movie. Yep. yep. That's it. They, we don't there ain't, there ain't nothing fun or special. You don't like get that, that nowadays with today's no, movies. There's no kick-ass music videos. There's we gotta no have a, we gotta good have a soundtracks. Like we got, we got to bring that back, man. We, we gotta need a discussion on that. Like Shocker, no, yeah, Trick or Treat that had Ozzy and Gene Simmons in it. You know, the list just goes on and on, yeah, man. Yeah, we and you know what? That also speaks on on the music of today. Not saying all, all music is 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 bad, but you know, there's not as much good as there you know you know as there is bad nowadays compared to what it was in the eighties. The total opposite. Eighties yeah. music, night even nineties, like. You rocked, man. Well, we, we can do another hour-long conversation on that with me, but... Yeah, yeah. No, you know what? Yeah, we're going to save... I think, I think another topic discussion before uh, South Jersey comes back, all of us will rejoin sometime um, in a couple of weeks or something like that, yeah. and we'll talk We'll talk horror and music. We'll talk, yeah, music. Just the two music definitely sound. go hand-in-hand. There's no yeah. question about it. I mean... Yeah, soundtracks of horror and stuff. We could do uh, that. And, and there's a ton of 80s horror films. I think the one's called Black Rose... There's oh, so yeah, many yeah. that are centered around punk and metal bands, you know, being demons and all that stuff. So it's, it's just incredibly super cool stuff. No Dude. question. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's something we got to talk about, guys, for real. But uh, 
with that being said, Josh, any, any last thing you want to throw on the table before we wrap it up? No, I mean, you know, thank you, Sean, for being on yeah. with us. I mean, I was, thank you guys for having me. Love having you on all the time, man. It's great. Um, I'm glad we got to talk conventions. I know we're all going to be busy with conventions in about another month. So oh, yeah. hoping to see you out at a couple of them. I'm sure we'll cross paths. So I'm I know you're going forward. to Monster Mania. Yep. So I'm going to yep, be there. We'll be there. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, Sean, th- thank you so much. We're going to see you soon or- around here. Uh, Josh, thank you for coming in the studio. Yeah, for this. Guys, this has been another episode of Hard 365. Mr. Sean Tell, the 80s horror guy himself, joins us. Don't go far because he will be back sometime very, very soon. Josh Hard Daddy in studio right here. And, of course, yours truly, Jimmy J. The Mouthpiece of the Northeast. We are signing out. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for celebrating horror. And that'll in October, but 365. We're going to see you next week. Every day.